0: We're back, and what an episode we've got for you today. I'm joined by the most successful male Italian triathlete of all time, Alessandro Fabian, talking about everything from psychology to pizza to social media to Japanese anime to the environment and even a little bit of triathlon chat in between. He's one of my favorite guests I've had on the podcast, and you're going to love spending time with him. So what are you waiting for? Come on in. Hello, everyone! Dead exciting to have you back. This is Stephen. You're listening to Try Me A River, and if you have never tuned in before, this is episode seventeen. Plenty more episodes for you to troll back through at your leisure. But today, it's all about one man, and that man is Italian triathlete Alessandro Fabian. He has been to two Olympics, both London and Rio, and done exceptionally well at those. A top ten finish in London was backed up by fourteenth place in Rio. I will get on to Alessandro in just one moment. There are a few other things that have been happening in the World Triathlon. As I am sure you're aware, we will save those mostly for another day. But I just want to very briefly touch on some of the races that have taken place the past few weeks. You may well be aware that the new World Triathlon Series, or as it is now referred to, the World Triathlon Championship Series. So it's no longer WTS, it's the WTCS. They started their World Series in Yokohama a couple of weeks back and that race was won on the men's side by Christian Blumenfeld and on the women's side by Taylor Nib from America. The following weekend, we had another race, the World Cup event in Lisbon in Portugal. That was again won on the men's side by Christian Blumenfeld, who looks unstoppable at the minute. Is he peaking too soon or is he heading top form at just the right time before the Olympics? Only time will tell, but at the minute, he looks like an absolute powerhouse and it's going to take something special to stop him in Tokyo. So Christian Blumenfeld won the men's again in Lisbon and the women's race was won by London 2012 champion Nicholas Spearig. But arguably, performance of the day came from the athlete who came second and that was Ireland's Carolyn Hayes, who beat off competition from the likes of... Rachel Klammer and Summer Rappaport and Kirsten Casper. It was a stacked field. And Carolyn Hayes achieved the joint best female finish in a World Series event in history by an Irish woman. It was fantastic from Carolyn. Another doctor like myself. Great to see her performing so, so well. And hopefully she is another person who, with that sort of performance, will soon secure a place in Tokyo. Lots of excitement, lots of things I'd love to chat about in more detail, but I will hold those. So much to get into in the world of triathlon. But for now, I'm going to focus on one man, and that man is Alessandro Fabian. I spoke to him live last week from his home in the Italian city of Padua. Interestingly, the setting of Shakespeare's The Taming of the Shrew, I think I remember, from a school production of Kiss Me Kate, which was also set there. No? Anybody? We spoke about so much. Alessandro told me about the Giro d'Italia happening at the minute and the time on his honeymoon when he met Italian cycling sensation Filippo Ganna. We hear about how Alessandro feels his approach to triathlon has changed as he's got older, moving from being a killer, in his own words, in his 20s, through to now having a more balanced outlook in his 30s. We hear about his love of psychology and how he was inspired by the 2006 movie Peaceful Warrior. I hear about why he feels we in the UK make pizzas the wrong way. We hear his concerns about social media and how he has changed his online habits in the past few years. He talks about his passion for environmental issues and how he has set up a new training team called Green Heroes, who have been involved with planting trees in South America, and about how he organized an event called Elements Fury in the past few years to highlight the need for us all to be more responsible with looking after the world we live in. He talks about how his wife has been writing a manual to be published later this year called How to Live with an Athlete. He talks about how watching Japanese anime, of all things, helped him learn English. And on the topic of Japan, he talks about how he hopes that he can overcome an injury in time to compete in Tokyo this summer in what would be his third consecutive Olympic Games. But enough from me. Let's get to the man himself. Here he is. Hope you enjoy our chat and I will see you on the other side. Tell me what have been some of the good and bad things about the last year.
1: I think we, we need some philosophy for the last couple of years or better one year and a half. Because yeah, for sure it was um, a tough year. Especially for the sport, because uh, last year, I remember the first period of the year, I had the preparation in Ventura And then it was <laughs> a crash because uh, we, um, we skipped the, um, the Abu Dhabi race. We, we miss uh, for the coronavirus. I remember when, I, when we were still in Ventura, there was the UAE Tour. And that moment, one team was found uh, positive to the coronavirus test. And in that moment was a hell, uh, yeah, it was a really a tough moment because from that moment until uh, almost September, we have uh, no security about the, um, the race, uh, yeah, the, um, what we had to do. So yeah, for sure, was the, the first period was a little bit uncertain, but uh, actually it was good because um, I had the possibility to stay with my family. And never had the, the time to, to stay with them, but uh, for sure was a good thing for this. But uh, for the sport was quite hard. At the end, we 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 race in uh, four races, and I think it was uh, quite enough because some sport didn't race last year at all. So I think we, we were lucky. And the ITU, the Federation, all this, the staff behind us uh, did a great job to <laughs> to search the this solution.
0: Yeah. Are, are you excited to get back racing as normal with lots of traveling around the world?
1: Yeah. Actually, I, I don't know yet because uh, I raced in Cowderley last week and it wasn't uh, a good race, but actually was in Italy. So it uh, wasn't uh, um, a special race or a, a broad race like uh, where you see another country. I know some, some guy. yeah, we know pretty well what was uh, the, the situation in Yokohama. And I think was quite critical, but uh, I think uh, still good to race. And indeed, I think ITU and Japan did a great job but for sure it's nice to be back it's a little bit strange honestly yeah it's a little bit strange but uh, we have to to stay on focus on the on the objective on the goal and stay there because i think uh, the triathletes are a little bit um, a good sport person where he has to adapt himself to the various situations. So I think also this one, it's a good situation to to training a little bit more mentally probably than physically, but I think it's really nice.
0: You're in Italy at the minute, is that right?
1: Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah.
0: Have you been watching the Giro d'Italia? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is the Ineos Grenadier. Yeah, they they are really, really strong. They are dominating the, the Giro. But actually, yeah, it's uh, really nice. Probably it's back to the normal to see the Giro in this period. I remember last year I was in October. It was really strange. And I think already now we can see a little bit of normality. And uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's fantastic. Uh, I love uh, the Giro.
0: Have you ever tried cycling with Filippo Ganna before?
1: Oh, come on, come on. <laughs> it's another play, planet. It's another world. <laughs> I think uh, no, it's I know him. Actually, <laughs> it's funny because uh, I I met him the first time in um, when I was in honeymoon in Madagascar, <laughs> and I was in um, like a um, village, a uh, uh, touristic village, and uh, uh, I met him there with another uh, guys, uh, another cyclist. But actually, yeah, it was it was a strange moment because I say, ah, yeah, I know him. It's uh, people, yeah, it's people, Ghana. And then uh, we, we play all the honeymoon to volleyball uh, together, but uh, actually it was a ah, hard moment. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alessandro, you have had a long and very successful career in triathlon. And I remember watching you race in London in 2012. And yeah. I went across to London to watch that race. And it was probably when I was first getting into triathlon for myself. And I loved it. It was such an exciting race. And you came 10th in that race. Yeah. And 14th <laughs> in Rio, which is incredible. Like those are two brilliant, brilliant finishes. Do you think that this year in Tokyo you have got the strength and the motivation to try and get a top 10 finish again
1: this year? Ah wow. It's uh uh yeah, for sure. Uh what I can say, Tokyo is my goal. Yeah, uh, especially in this moment it's like something more inside like uh, focus inside because i was in london it was a spectacular race it was really nice it was my first olympics then i had uh, rio and actually it was uh, not a good race I remember was uh, probably for the period was my best performance because uh, I remember one month before the Rio and two months before I had the Leeds and then Hamburg and was really a bad results. And so I remember Rio was um, a kind of race where uh, I felt a lot of pressure from myself. Yeah, for sure, this thing didn't play very well to, to me but actually i think uh, i grew up quite well also in the mentally part after rio where i find uh, a new balance between uh, uh, the sports and the mentally part because i think uh, what i saw in the in the past until rio was uh, what i wanted was only the results and on the the, the trip uh, the the adventure what that is uh, the um, the trial the triathlon like all the life you you reach something, but uh, uh, sometimes you, you, feel, you, you feel like empty because you want only the results and, and you lose the other part. And after Rio, I decided, okay, I need to reset and to find out a new balance because uh, I want to enjoy more. And I have this opportunity because I joined the Joel Filio squad. I was with a good group and uh, I had really a nice uh, uh, time and also a really nice uh, training. I had a lot of things also during that period because I remember I broke my collarbone in, in Bermuda in 2018. But actually my, my achieve, my uh, sensation, my mentally was uh, really different and my approach actually. And I think now it's uh, time to to take all this stuff and put down like a solid effort, solid base to to build up something different. What I see and what I can say now, it's also this moment. It's uh, hard also for me, exactly now, because I'm passing through an injury uh, because I have a a small problem between my gluteus uh, and um, the bone it's a tendon In this moment i'm not running but actually this moment it's fucking hard sorry for for my word but (laughs) it's like uh, to learn something to stay there to stay focused to stay in that moment because yeah probably now i'm playing my spot for tokyo but actually until you you try until the end you don't know so in this moment i need to stay there focus. Pushing and uh, be patient, and so uh, I think now there is never a moment where you you can't learn. If you want, you can learn every time. So the coronavirus is the same thing. Now I'm passing through. Yeah, it's it's nice. I indeed Rio teach me exactly this thing to learn and pass the process and think about that.
0: Mm. And do you think the new co- coaching team that you have around you has helped you to enjoy the process?
1: Actually, now uh, after last year, I um, I broke with Jules and uh, I formed like a new staff. It's uh, like um, a coordinator, like a uh, main coach, with another two, and two of them are uh, my old coach until two thousand sixteen. And one, it's um, the main coach is a new one. And so I, I started this new adventure. I think uh, was really nice because uh, uh, probably now I miss a little bit of the group, but uh, I can focus more on what I need. And um, what I say also at the end, it's uh, uh, sometimes you, you don't need the, the special and super coach, but you need someone can help you to improve your skills but also need to support you in all 360 degrees.
0: Tell me, how how do you work on your mental strength when you're training? So if you're going through a really tough session and you feel like you don't want to get out of bed even to go for a run or a cycle, what do you think of to try and keep you going?
1: Actually, I think it's like, uh, also here, you can see the results immediately. It's like a path. Uh, You can learn year by year. I think also you, in your life, you can see what you can learn in 10 years. If you see past 10 years ago, you say, okay, I was like that. And now I'm completely different. Uh, I think it's exactly a path. And for me, it was uh, exactly this. Um, I remember I started working with a psychologist in 2009. But because it was a kind of thing I like. And then uh, I had a, a different approach In during the year. I changed my psychologist. I changed uh, with a psychotherapist. And then I, I started working to myself, by myself. And another thing I, I found really useful for the focus is the diving. Yeah, uh, diving when you go down, down, down. In that and uh, in the last few years, I met uh, a guy who was an athlete of diving, and uh, I remember he teach me uh, some technique. For me, it was really important to be there to take the breath and stay there in that moment when you feel the pain, you feel the strain sensation and that moment was a small step a small training to focus on your mind to be on the present and you can bring that moment also on the performance if you work you have to training actually <laughs> every day you have to training but depends in what you want and what you feel and um, at the consistency stay there stay there and indeed uh, If I see in the last 10 years, 15 years, probably I changed quite a lot in this uh, approach. Probably, I don't know how it helped me to improve my performance, but I'm pretty sure it, um, yeah, it helps.
0: Do you feel like you are just happier in yourself than you were 10 years ago when you might have been very driven and competitive and now you just feel like you've got a, I I don't know, more rounded approach to life?
1: (laughs) yeah actually i think it's exactly how you describe i remember when i was young i was more a killer go straight there you have a good example like uh, alistar i think alistar was the perfect example like a killer but also he, in him i saw some changing it's like that because he's the life is the the path sometimes when you have 30 you you are no more at 20 and your energy are different and um, your motivation are different and you have to change something. You have to be there and change your capacity to take out what you want from you. And in the 20, I was there because I want to win. I want to kill, like uh, be there and mm, yeah, destroy everyone. Now, probably it's more uh, uh, like a, a challenge with myself what I see, especially when I, when I have a difficult or an injury, it's always with, uh, with yourself. The challenge to be better, to be better every day, every moment. I like really um, the example I use uh, when I talk to the other people. We are like a, a hand. And uh, the hand, the, the center of the hand is our soul or our person. And then the fingers are the, the other part of the life, like the sport, the society, the family, and other many things. And you are the center is the same. And when you work on the sport, you work on the on the rest of the, your life, on the society, on the family. And it's uh, really funny because um, for me the traveling was a school and is still a school to learn how to live, to achieve, to be there. <laughs> And then I think probably in my second career, I don't know if I, I will have a job, but probably I'm pretty sure it will be good and useful for, uh, to achieve something else.
0: And I think that will help people like you who might be thinking of what you might do after triathlon to transition, to use a triathlon term, into the next phase of life. Because I guess a lot of people, you find it with footballers quite often, when they get to the end of their career and they're quite young and they've never done anything except play football, it comes as a real shock. Yeah. So so actually, this could be very helpful for a lot of athletes.
1: Yeah, I I think so. Indeed, um, I was um, talking with my teacher, spiritual teacher, a few days ago, exactly in in this part, because um, when you are 20 or you are young, you have an identity. You have your capacity, your energy, and you put all together in that thing, in that work, and it becomes probably your works. But um, during the year, you have to um, develop yourself. You have to change yourself um, because you have a different phase of your life. Probably for me, it was like a family to win, still win because it's my job, but win in a different way. And also, from this side i have also the family stay with me and work on also on the family and probably if uh, i remember before was uh, like uh, achieve the triathlon the results and have fun with the friends now i have the achieve on the triathlon the results the family something more different and probably it's like um a flow where you have to find yourself at this and feel this different phase of your life because I think when you have 40, it's not still like uh, it's not like uh, when you have 20. You have to feel it, and sometimes you have to live the the thing because uh, sometimes your ego or your identity is still there and your life pass. And probably you have to approach in different way. And yeah, it's, uh, it's nice. Probably I think it's uh, really a shock because uh, when you stop uh, sports, probably you have to <laughs> go down the stair and it's a difficult moment, uh, especially I think also now with a uh, with, uh, social media, Facebook, Instagram, where you have an identity and it's, you have uh, it's still more high this identity.
0: And in that world with all the social media, do you feel a pressure to also make sure you're constantly putting things out on social media? It's almost like another job for athletes, especially in a sport like triathlon where there isn't the same exposure. And actually the athletes themselves have to put out material for the fans just to raise their profile. Do you find there's any pressure to do that?
1: Actually, I think uh, I didn't feel so many pressure, but I think uh, it's still energy, lose energy, because um, when you have to update the Facebook, Instagram, and now it's part of our job because the sponsor wants that. uh, It's uh, energy you lose every time. So for me, for example, now I am following Instagram, Facebook, uh, but a small time per day because I have a social media manager. Help me on this side and I decided to um, like quit myself, myself, Alessandro, not the image the identity to manage this, um, this moment, because uh, I saw, for example, the time I spent, I spend on the phone and it's huge. And probably in that moment, I can do something else in, instead to stay on the phone especially when you have a problem you have an injury or um, you have a bad moment you can see the others and what they the others post and that one could be like have a bad influence in yourself and i think it's more useful this this example for me especially but yeah i think uh, it's something you have to to learn how to use and have someone can help you
0: yeah i agree i agree do you have any other passions outside of triathlon? So you've mentioned your family, but what what other things do you like to fill your time with?
1: Uh, actually, <laughs> uh, I like to have fun with a friend. Actually, have a chat uh, with a friend and spend time with them. But actually, uh, what I like more, it's um, all the stuff about the psychology and uh, awareness, because... Um, back when i started in 2009 i was really curious and and probably this one is like a, a special pressure from inside helped me to research to search and search about that and uh, indeed on this 10 15 years i um, i start uh, like a path inside me to understand what there is around me not only uh, about sports and uh, but also the people how they they live what i i like really it's uh, the story the biography about the people because i like so much to hear how they reach something and the passion and obsessed like uh, something like that and um this, i think this this one could be uh, like an hobby but uh, yeah uh, probably also another hobby is uh, to um, yeah to share the moment with a friend but with a good wine uh, good uh, food yeah probably it's quite basic in italy but uh, yeah <laughs> but uh, yeah yeah for sure this uh, this stuff are my hobby
0: yeah Hobbies. i think you should write a book i really do i would buy it <laughs> i think it would be really good with yeah, actually, like, psychology and your life as an athlete, I think it would be brilliant.
1: Actually, uh, my wife wrote uh, a book. Now, probably in, um, at the end of June, is coming out. And she wrote a book uh, on my... Like, uh, in our story, it's like a, a manual. Uh, how to live with an athlete. It's a kind of <laughs> uh, joke about me and her. And it's uh, really funny. But uh, I think in the future, probably, I want to... Um, To build something or write something on, like a book. I don't know. Probably could be also my my next career, my next path. But I remember a a movie, an American movie. I remember when I was uh, with my psychology. He showed me. I don't remember in English the the title, but if you give me a second, (laughs) la forza del campione. Ah, peaceful warrior. I remember yeah it's like a a film he inspired me quite well i remember at the beginning when my psychology gave me to to see i say yeah yeah it's nice but uh, nothing special and i remember after uh, bermuda when i broke my collarbone i watched it again and was completely different uh, yeah the sensation and the meaning and i think something like that because it's a real life a real story so something like that uh, could be an inspiration for my next career <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I was also reading on your website about a project you have or you had called elements fury
1: yeah actually um,
0: can you tell me a bit more about that because it sounds like it has to do with environmental issues is that right
1: exactly actually it was um, a, a project of sensibility in my region in veneto yeah the name is elements fury because it is the the elements fury uh, what uh, we see in the past few years here in veneto uh, especially in venice we we can see every year with the um, the tide the high tide in the water uh, <laughs> And uh was bad, but actually in that week, exactly one week before to start the events, I remember there was the max uh, tight in Venice and was really a disaster because overtake the barrier mm. on the shops and then and, uh, and was really a, a disaster. And then I I put together three cities, Venice, uh, Belluno and Padua. Padua is my city. But uh, with the, the three C D by the three uh, discipline of um, triathlon, the three legs of the triathlon, uh, Venice with a swim, Belluno with a bike uh, and Padua with uh, running. Belluno I choose because there was Valla, was like um, a thunderstorm and break a lot of uh, tree. Like was a, a dis- really a disaster because it was uh, windy with a thunderstorm in the mountain. I don't know really the the word, but it cut a, a lot of uh, a lot of trees.
0: Hmm.
1: It was insane, really insane. And I decided to put this tree city. Only Padua was my city because yeah, I'm born here, and in this case was my region. And I chose like the last one, but the other two was exactly for the elements elements fury there because uh, you can see the elements how they uh, modify the situation the reality of the humans and the humans how they uh, modify the the elements of the nature and so um, for me it's like a play a balance between the two elements the human and the nature sometimes we can see divided between us the nature and us we are here, and the nature are there, but actually we have the same thing, and sometimes we have to dance with with it and be in balance with it. And if we don't find a, a balance, we can say bye bye in this world, because probably yeah, uh, we have to find a solution, especially now. Uh, we see it already now with this, uh, with the COVID and many other things. So it was my my pleasure to to be in this um, or uh, to organize and be in this project and was a moment to to bring uh, so more sensibility to the people so yeah it was uh, was fun was nice and now we have a green heroes we form a team called green heroes and we had uh, we started a new project last year especially during the lockdown during the first lockdown I put some ideas and and we put together like a team called Green Heroes. We are five guys from different uh, sports. Yeah, the idea, the beginning idea was when we went out from the lockdown, the first action to be good with the nature. What we can do to be good or to have a good action i was inspired from a mountain where i was uh, with a lockdown and i say okay we can organize we can plant a tree every people once can plant a tree and from them uh, from that moment uh, we we started with this idea and then other ideas and we formed this um, this team and uh, we plant uh, so many trees in uh, guatemala we we did uh, like a forest and it's called green heroes forest and now probably, uh, I don't know, actually, now I have the Olympics and all the period, but after I want to keep going with the Elements Fury and all this team. So I have many things uh, in mind and uh, so many projects, uh, but I don't know, <laughs> yeah. I have the time <laughs> to do it. <laughs> to do that. It's
0: good to be busy. And these are important things. I think you're right. It's something that we all need to take more seriously. So well done. Yeah.
1: Man. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Just before you go, I want to ask you what is your favorite pizza topping?
1: Ah, pizza topping yeah uh, actually <laughs> actually until uh, 2020 I was uh, half vegetarian right. and I, I ate um, uh, fish but not meat and now in this in the last year I came back also to eat meat. Only for a performance reason, yeah. but uh, actually uh, in this case, um, probably it's not so good for the others, but for me, it's vegetable. I love it or the calzone I like more. Yeah. Sometimes when you go abroad, you can find many pizza with many toppings, but actually the secret it's to be simple with the pizza. And in Italia, we have simple pizza, and for me, it's emblematic to have um, simple pizza. So vegetable or a diavola with a pepperoni. You call pepperoni, but uh, it's uh, the salamino picante. And uh, yeah, but also with the cheese, but um, actually, really simple.
0: Um, the, the only time <laughs> have I you? have been the, no, the <laughs> only time I have been in Italy was a holiday to Lake Como. And yeah. I had a pizza from a pizzeria there and it was by far the best pizza I've ever had. I think you're okay. right. We do too much with the pizza here. We try and do too much.
1: <laughs> but actually next time you come, you, you have to come here to yeah. find me yeah. and we can, we can share a good pizza to a place where you have like a big pizza. It's a place where you can share the pizza and it's nice. It's good, nice. And, and we can have a good chat. oh sounds brilliant (laughs) final question Alessandro if
0: you retire one day in the future whenever that might be what would you like people to say about Alessandro Fabian?
1: wow (laughs) (laughs) okay Uh, I know probably until now I'm still the best Italian in the history but for sure someone else uh, can overtake me and I hope it because we need more Probably what I want uh, the people remember about me, it's um, the capacity to, um, to keep the group. Like uh, be a good leadership, but not a leadership because I'm only a strong athlete, but because I'm a good person. Because before a, a good athlete, I'm a, a good person. And this is what I learned during my career. Yeah, it's important to have the results and I want it because yeah, it's, it's the main goal. But probably the results pass and what you can bring with you, it's the memory. So um, I think, yeah, what um, it's um, keep a good leadership, keep the respect, keep the, the focus on the, the people before the athletes. Yeah.
0: Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it.
1: Uh, me too. It's, uh, it's a pleasure. <laughs> and your and English
0: hope. is fantastic. Yeah,
1: no need to worry about your English. It's really good. Uh, yeah, I think I think yeah, Joel and all the group uh, teach me quite a lot in English, and also Duolingo. <laughs> it's like the app. It's uh, no. And also the um, another thing where I I learn quite a lot English was the um, cartoon. I have a, a good mate, my teammate in Italy. He's uh, passionate about the uh, anime. And, oh, uh, anime! Cartoon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I remember I, I watched Naruto yeah. uh, completely in English and was ah! <laughs> <laughs> in like two or three hours per day. It was insane. <laughs> and that, also that one teach me quite a lot. Huh?
0: I could have talked for hours with Alessandro. We were on the phone for a lot longer than we planned to be. And he was such a pleasure to spend time with. Really fascinating guy with so many diverse interests outside of sport alone. Really hope he recovers well from that niggly injury and that he's able to line up on the start line in Tokyo later this year. If you are keen to find out more about some of the things that we mentioned in our chat, I will do my best now to point you in the right direction. First of all, the movie that Alessandro mentioned was called Peaceful Warrior and I've placed a link in the description so you can find out more about it and watch it for yourself. Then he also talked about how he learned English from an anime cartoon called Naruto. I've tagged a link for that also. And to be fair, I'm looking forward to watching that one myself. He talked at length about his project Elements Fury. And I've stuck a link in the description for the website of that so you can find out more. There is also a link there to the website for Green Heroes, where Alessandro is referred to by the absolutely brilliant title Captain Planet. Now, there is a superhero franchise in the making. Loads for you to look into, delve into all that stuff. Such an interesting man. Yeah, please cheer him on this summer. Cheer him on in his future ventures, whether that's in sport or outside of sport. He's a great, great man who deserves your backing. And that's all for this time. I felt it was best just to give you more of Alessandro and less of me. If you'd like to get in touch, if you have any questions about the stuff we were chatting about, please get in touch. My email address is trymeariver, all one word, at gmail.com. That is trymeariver at gmail.com. Or you can find me on Twitter at trymeariver. Always good to hear from you. Great to hear your suggestions for guests. Great to hear questions bouncing off the chats we've had with people. Great to hear how you're feeling about your own triathlon training and competitions you've got lined up in the coming months. Now that races are back. Oh, it's just brilliant. Thanks so much for your time. Please tell your friends, tell your family to tune in to Try Me A River. I will keep the podcasts coming. I will keep getting the guests on so you can hear from the people that you admire and respect in the world of triathlon and paratriathlon racing. Until next time, look after yourselves. And I can't wait to see you again soon.